The reading is from Isaiah chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The light shines in the darkness. Emmanuel, God is with us. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Gospel reading is from Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, 
I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel of multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what, they had, been, what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. The light shines in the darkness. So I have memories of Christmas Eve. My pastor had very specific instructions for the lighting of candles at the end of the service. He reminded us that we were only able to have real candles in church because permission had been granted from the fire chief of West St. Paul. And then there was the specific defined process for how all candles would be lit. The unlit candle must move to the lit candle to avoid dripping wax and jumping flames and not the other way around. Now, as a kid, I wondered about this. Shouldn't the light just come to us? 
Now, I know at least three firefighters here at Mount Olivet, Steve Marty, Steve Chismar, and Mike Walter. They were here tonight, and I respect fire safety procedures, and I told them that, but even in my childlike innocence and inexperienced, I sensed that something was off in this whole candle lighting process because this is not what we hear in the Christmas story. When Jesus' birth is announced, light just comes. Now, in our attempts to light candles, to replicate that glory of the Lord that's shown around those shepherds, we just can't make it happen like the story. Because in that story, the light simply comes. Now, Luke tells us that a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that the whole world needed to be registered. Let's imagine that in our world, every single person ordered to make themselves known, to check the box that says they are alive, present, and capable of paying taxes. Now Luke never tells us if the shepherds had already registered because a more likely explanation is that they were so off the grid that their registration was not even worthy of being noted. All we know is that they were tending to their sheep in the darkness and it is there that the light just comes. The angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. When we sing Silent Night, this is what we'll sing. Shepherds quake at the sight Glory streams from heaven afar, and heavenly hosts sing Alleluia. When everyone else is busy with worldly accounting, God enters in with light to shine upon those nomads. The streaming light reveals that they are already known and that they are the ones entrusted with a divine proclamation. This is the message. Do not be afraid. I am bringing you good news of great joy for you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. As the shepherds make the way in the darkness, the light comes. They can't be ready for it. No qualifications are needed. No unlit candles in search of a flame the light just appears. And at that moment, God breaks into a confined world with expansive light. The spirit moves within the structures of darkness to break the dawn. The same spirit that moved over darkness and chaos to create light at the beginning of time now breaks into our darkened world with news of great joy. The light that is poured upon these unnoticed souls reveals God's wonder and mystery. Its illumination heralds joy and good news. A baby's born. A tiny body now holds a Savior, the Messiah, the
the Lord. Now Luke tells us that the angels return to heaven, but the light remains and now glows within the shepherds. Wonder calls them to go see all that they have been told, so they venture to find this child lying in a manger. Isn't it fascinating that the shepherds do not even realize that they are now carrying the light within them? Their presence and the message will illuminate others. Up to this time, Mary and Joseph have been holding the light within their hearts, each having an encounter with an angel, telling them of their role and how God will be born through them. Their fear and their expectancy is held silently now until the shepherds arrive. The shepherds share all that has been made known to them in those dark fields. They are the ones who share the light another candle lit to shine and ignite the next. Here is the good news on this Christmas Eve. The light is given in the midst of darkness. It simply comes because God chooses to come down to light the way, to come close with a love that nestles in flesh and blood to bring hope and forgiveness. And this promise has been foretold for long, long ago. We hear it in Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who live in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. When God breaks in, light just comes. Where does this light find you on this Christmas Eve? What will this light reveal to you in this next year? Hear this. The light simply comes to shine upon you. A Savior is born for you. Yet curiously, God does not light up the world in full voltage to eliminate the darkness. The light comes in the darkness, and then it's power shared person by person. And in order to share and receive light, we need to dare come close to one another. God chooses to continue to light the world through unlikely people. God entrusts humanity, us, to carry the glow to the dark places of the world, to find other light to help us see and pave the way ahead, for us to see the presence of God in the ordinary and unexpected people in moments, because that is where God chooses to dwell. Even when the darkness seems to blanket the sky and our lives, the light has come to be with us. Darkness cannot overcome it. Your light is gifted to guide another, to spark another, and theirs to you. Light by light, person by person, the world is changed, and that is how God is made known. Shortly, we will light our own candles and we'll sing Silent Night. And I think we do this 
Because as Pastor Joel said, a night where heaven and earth come so close, we bask in this mystery to close our eyes and dare to trust that the spirit of light and love and life has come. God is here, which means darkness cannot hold the power. Fear cannot claim us. Hundreds of flames burning bright in this sanctuary tonight, reminding us that God's light has come for all people. When your candle is lit, know that this light simply comes for you and entrusts you, God's beloved, to continue to receive and share this light of peace, hope, and love. Come, O come, Emmanuel. Come, light of the world. Amen. <laughs>